Welcome to TNT Sports Talk. Today is August 1st, Thursday. Um, I'm Truman Karczewski. I'm back. Uh, I'm not working this week, so I'm able to do it. Travis isn't here. He'll be going to work later, so he's not going to do it. Uh, but I have in studio today my buddy Ryan Stallard, roommate from college. He is in the studio ready to tell us a crazy story about when he went to training camp this week. So I'll just start it there. Ryan, you went to training camp this week. What happened? I did. So, uh... My brother and I, we took our dad, who has who was diagnosed with ALS um, in May of 2018. We wanted to take him up to a Brown training camp practice because my dad, he had 30-year season tickets in the dog pound. And once he was diagnosed and he's in a wheelchair now, he can't get back into the stands. He can't get into his seats. So we wanted to try and still get him around the Brown since he loves them. So... It was probably Friday night, and we were just hanging out at my house, and I get a phone call, and I answer it, and there's this guy, his name was Felix Wright. He was a Browns cornerback. He played from 1985 to 1990, and he called me, and he said he heard through the grapevine that uh, we were trying to make it up to training camp Saturday morning. So what he did was he told me he was going to make a special trip out there in the morning, to meet us and he wanted to talk to us and all that and so what we did we went up there Saturday morning and we met with Felix and what he did for us he got us into the VIP section of training camp so basically what it is you're at the one end of the end zone and you get all the special privileges and stuff you get food drinks whatever and also the cool part was you're in there with all the players family and friends so like as soon as we walk in we see Odell Beckham's mom. We see Miles Garrett's mom. Um, we see Jarvis Landry's wife and his daughter. And we also saw Jimmy Haslam and D Haslam, the owners of the Cleveland Browns, which is pretty cool. So we get in and we're talking with Felix Wright and stuff, and we're seeing all the players get ready for practice, and we're meeting a bunch of people. It's really cool. And uh, so Felix Wright's getting us all set up, whatnot. And so then he goes off on his own and brings back some players that played with him and Bernie Kozar and guys like that. And my dad grew up watching those guys play every Sunday. So Felix Wright brought those guys over, and he was we were talking to Kevin Mack, Brian Sype, some of those old guys. And it's pretty cool. My dad was really happy since he watched them play for all those years. So then as practice goes on and whatever, um, we're watching it. We're going around looking at the different things and watching Baker sling the ball to the star wide receivers and all that. It was it was awesome watching in person. But so for the most part during the actual practice, we were just kind of watching just like any other fans and whatnot. So then once practice ended, that's when things really started to pick up. We, uh, my dad, we took him down to the end of the end zone where the locker room is. So when the players were done, we knew they'd be walking over there. So we set up right in front of there. We had the security guards. We had them escort us over there. We were sitting right there. That way we'd have a good chance of meeting any of the players. So we're sitting there, and we see all the players start making their way over. And the first person we see is the offensive lineman, Joel Petonio. And this dude, I'm telling you, he is huge. I imagine. He, he's big. He's like, I don't even know, 6'5", probably 300 pounds, something. <laughs> just a giant. So I see him, and I yell for him, and he comes over to us. So it was pretty cool. So he started talking to us. We got some autographs. Uh, we got some pictures with him. My dad was super happy. So then we're sitting there, and next thing you know, 
we see some bigger names walking over. We see Christian Kirksey, the middle linebacker, and we also see Larry Ogunjobi, the rising talent of the defensive lineman, okay. which I'm pretty high on. And so we get those two guys. They come over, and we start talking to them, get our pictures and autographs and all that stuff. And I'm like, all right, well, my family, we have these wristbands. They're called, they say on there, Stallard Strong, and they say ALS on the other side. And we brought about 10 to 15 up. And so I was like, all right, well, since these two guys are pretty cool and stuff, I was like, we might as well give them a wristband so they can represent us out there on the field on Sundays. So I handed uh, Kirksey and Ogan Joby each a wristband, and they took it, and they were super happy. They said they were going to wear them. So we're just so happy. We're just sitting there like, oh, my God, we can't believe we just saw, or like, met some of the Browns players. And then, obviously, things start to pick up. So the next person we see walking towards the training camp, or towards the locker room, is uh, the one and only Odell Beckham Jr. So what happens is he's walking over, he's got his helmet on, and he hasn't talked to any fans or, like, interacted with them. He's kind of just a quieter guy, like, walking in the locker room after practice, whatnot. So he's taking his shoulder pads off, and then next thing you know, he's walking past, and I go to yell for him, and he doesn't look. I'm like, all right, well. And your brother yelling. My brother's <laughs> yelling, freaking out. I'm telling my brother, I'm like, you know, just calm down a little bit. Maybe if we're just a little more calm, he'll look over. So my brother's still screaming for him, and Odell's not looking. He's walking right into the locker room. And at the last second, I yelled his name real loud, and Odell looks over for a split second. And when he did that, I pointed at my dad, who was standing next to me. We made a sign for him that said, he was a 30-year season ticket holder in the dog pound. His last dying wish was to get sideline passes for a game and all this other stuff. So as soon as Odell looked at me, I got him to look at the sign. And when he did, he came over with a smile on his face. He had his helmet on still and his visor, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, he looked but, the um, Yeah, so he comes over and he leans over, gives my dad a hug, and He's talking to him for a second, and next thing you know, I hear him say, Mr. Stallard, I'm going to do everything I can to win you a championship. And that literally brought the biggest smile to my dad's face. It was awesome. So, obviously, we're, we're jacked. Like, Odell Beckham's right in front of us talking to us. Like, the, it was crazy. Still, I still can't believe it. So, then we're getting pictures with him and whatnot, and then he goes in the locker room. It was a real brief, like, interaction. He was only with us for, like, 30 seconds or so, but still, we were the only ones he talked to that whole day of the fans. So then we're just, like, jacked. We can't believe that just happened. So then next thing that was on our mind was obviously to try and get our star quarterback, Baker Mayfield, which me, my dad, and my brother were all wearing his jersey. So And I also gave Odell a bracelet, by the way. So then we go over and we see Jarvis and his wife and his daughter and Baker and his wife standing there next to the VIP section on the other side of the locker room. And so we walk, we go over there and my dad, he's wheeling away. He's trying to get over there and the security guard's like, oh, you guys can't go over that way, whatnot. And so then next thing you know, we see my dad going across the net that they put up for the field goals to protect the building, like the locker room from the field goals so my dad drives across that and gets onto the field and he's driving right up towards baker and he parks right in front of him and the security guy's like all right well there's not much we can say to him like he's in a wheelchair or whatever so 
My dad pulls up and parks right in front of Baker, and he's smiling, just sitting there looking at him. Baker's still talking to his wife and stuff, and then me and my brother eventually walk over next to my dad, and we're standing there. I'm like, hey, Baker, and he looks over at us, and that is when it all went down. That was That's the one dude. Odell, he was cool. He was It was awesome meeting him, whatever, but Baker's my guy. And Baker's been Ryan's guy for forever. So. Truman knows. I've been... The, I've fact, been the fact that I saw him meeting Baker was pretty cool. Browns fans are not meeting Baker. That is one of the coolest things anybody could do. So we're sitting there, and we're talking to him. I give him and uh, Jarvis Landry these stellared strong bracelets. And I get Baker signs each of the three jerseys that we're wearing. And I brought my football for my final game my senior year in high school. I got that signed, too, by them. So we're sitting there talking, and he's reading my dad's sign. He starts smiling, and we're looking at him, just waiting on him to see what he says. And he's like, sideline passes, you can hear him say to himself. And he's like, yeah, we can definitely make that happen with a big smile on his face. And let me tell you, that was that was crazy. So then we're just hanging out, talking to Baker and Jarvis for a few minutes, whatnot. And so we're kind of just – taking it all in we're like oh my god we just met like odell beckham odell beckham beckham jarvis like and jarvis was super nice honestly a couple people have asked me like out of any one of them like who was like the coolest or whatever and i would honestly probably as like big of a hype as baker and odell is honestly i'd have to say jarvis or miles garrett's probably the nicest two people yeah, Baker's, Baker's the, right there too, but they're all nice to you though. That's yeah, the they're part. they're all great dudes, but at the same time, like there's just something about Jarvis and Miles that they they're always talking to fans. Miles, you see on Twitter, he's always replying to people. Like that's just kind of how it is now. And these guys, they on the Browns, they might get a bad reputation, whatever. They're big hotheads. Well, I don't know. They're all from what everybody can tell. They're they're all good guys. They want to get the fans involved, and I don't know. I think it's pretty cool to have people like that. Definitely. But, yeah, so then lastly, the biggest name, or the biggest name player that we met after uh, Jarvis and Baker was uh, Miles Garrett. And that dude, I'll tell you, he is huge. Like, Baker, Jarvis, Odell, even Joel Batonio and Kirksey, like, they're big, but Miles Garrett, his arms are like the size of Truman's head, which, you know. <laughs> I got but, a big head. <laughs> yeah. But Miles Garrett, he was huge. My dad, he, uh, we got pictures with him and stuff, and my dad posted it on his Instagram, and he put the caption with Miles Garrett. He said, Miles Garrett, my new bodyguard, which everybody <laughs> thought was pretty funny. But, yeah, so we, it was just a crazy day overall. We met. Obviously, we met all the big-name players, all the celebrities and everything that everybody thinks of when you think of the Browns now. And not to mention, we got to talk to John Dorsey, the general manager. We got to talk to Freddie Kitchens, who's my guy. He's he's funny. And then we also talked to the TV reporter on Channel 3, Jim Donovan. If you and live around Cleveland, you know you, Jim yeah, Donovan. Yeah, you know Jim Donovan. The voice you hear when you're listening to games and stuff, it's him. So... We got between Jim Donovan, Felix Wright, and then Baker saying that we've got some people in the Browns working on getting us sideline passes for a game, which now I'm hoping it's going to be that Thursday night game at home against the Steelers on primetime or hopefully that Rams game on that Sunday night week three. But regardless, we'll be happy with whatever we get going to a game. Definitely. So, 
That's pretty cool. So I, I was in Wisconsin this weekend. I think Travis says that. We went to the Packers training camp. Obviously nothing like that happened up in Green Bay. But so I'm just, my phone was all screwed up in Wisconsin. So I didn't, wasn't on social media. I couldn't get really any texts. And so I finally get service and my phone's blowing up and I see the pictures of Ryan and Odell Beckham. So I'm immediately, Crazy. I'm immediately mouth, my mouth just dropped. So I text him immediately. I'm asking him all these questions. I it was just, like it was like midnight, and my phone just blown up. Truman's and all capitals texted me. It was crazy. It was I could funny. not believe it, but I was pretty amazed by all of that. And you guys know I'm not a big Browns guy. Ryan knows I'm not a big Browns guy. Hey, he's pulling for them after. This I am song. pulling for them after that. Uh, just to hear how cool they were to his dad and um, their entire family. It was just amazing for me to see um, from afar. But you know, you got interviewed by yeah. So then. Actually, we didn't know it while it was going on. We were talking to the players and whatnot. But there's a reporter for Cleveland Sports. His name's Hayden Grove. You can go check him out on Twitter. If anybody follows me, I've retweeted basically all the stuff about us. And uh, he actually got videos of Odell coming up to us, the whole interaction with Odell. He's got a video, and then he's got a video of Jarvis and Baker with us. Which And then after we met the players, he came up and interviewed my brother and I. And we were talking about my dad, whatever. But he actually, just yesterday morning, it published on Cleveland.com. If you guys want to go check it out, they wrote a really nice long article about me and my family and all the stuff we're going through and how big of Browns fans we are and all that cool stuff. So if you guys feel free, check it out. It's a great article. Ryan will be tagged in our Twitter post when we post this episode. So if you just go to his um, Twitter profile, um, you'll see all the stuff. ESPN even tweeted. ESPN, they... uh, I checked. They've got 34 million followers. They post the whole thing with uh, my brother, me, and my dad, and all that. So it's kind of cool. And like Truman was saying, his phone was blowing up. People were asking him if that was me, like his roommate, that yeah. was in all those pictures and stuff. It's kind of cool. Ever since then, our phones have been blowing up in my family. Everybody's sending us these pictures of us, what they see on all these social medias, and. It's kind of cool. I wouldn't say we went completely viral, but we're getting out there. You're definitely getting out there, and that's huge. It's kind of cool for the feel-good story for a team, for it to be a part of my family. So that's definitely. that's pretty sweet. Just overall, amazing experience for you. Um, really cool for me to see. Really cool for all your friends to see in general. Um, but that's just crazy. I love hearing that story because just that's just still wows me. Um, but. So Ryan obviously is living the living the life right now. Yeah. Um, but I definitely wanted to get him on to talk about that. But we also just want to get into football in general. We're both really excited. Obviously, we both went to training camp for our teams this weekend. Um, so we're in the mood for football for sure. Um, so I don't I everything else going on. We'll talk a little bit about a base baseball towards the end. But we just wanted to get to football. Um, we'll definitely get Ryan on. Maybe to the quarter point of the season so we can talk about the Browns and where they're at and everything like that. But we just want to get his predictions and my predictions. We're going to go through each division in the NFL um, and just give a little bit of a rundown on each team and then our prediction of where they'll be. That Um, sounds good to me. All right, so first division we're going to start out with the AFC East. I'm not going to start out with the AFC North just yet. Uh, We'll Um, save that one. Yeah, we'll save that one. But we're going to start out with the AFC East. Uh, last year, obviously the winner was the Patriots. They've been winning this division for since I can remember, since yeah. you can remember. Um, they went, Brady. They, he's not, it doesn't look like he's falling off anytime soon. It doesn't look like he's falling off anytime soon. They went 11-5, and five and they obviously won the Super Bowl um, against the Rams. Uh, 
Probably the most boring Super Bowl one of the worst in Super recent Bowls history. I've watched, but it's the Patriots. It's all right. We're all getting a little bit sick of the Patriots. Um, I think I think there'll be a turnover in the league this year. We're gonna have a new champion. You think so? so? Yep. Uh, well, I think okay. So my take is the Patriots are gonna win the division. They'll win this division. I think what the Jets are doing and all that—that's great. They got a good young team. Jamal Adams, Le'Veon, Sam Darnold. I got to see what he can do in year two, but I don't think that's enough to uh, take over the Patriots. And even though they lost Gronk, I think they're they're still loaded on talent. And with Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, it's going to be hard beating them. You just can't you can't look at the Patriots and you, when they have Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. I just can't predict that they're going to lose that division with the Jets, Bills, and Dolphins in it. Yeah. I think the Jets, like you said, I think the Jets give them the hardest like out. I think the Jets are going to be a pretty decent team this year. I yep. think they could be compete for a wild card spot maybe. Uh, but like you yeah. said, it's going to depend it's on just, Darnold. And the um, Bills, I don't know how far they can really go with Josh Allen or the rest of their team. It's just kind of... Yeah, it's it's a big turnover there, and then the my Dolphins I think are a complete shit show. <laughs> the Dolphins, there's yeah, there's no way in hell that they're yeah. making, they're beating the Patriots. So I think the Patriots, I would stick them right at eleven and five again. Um, I yeah, think I'd say. I think they're going to be eleven and five. I think they're going to be a good team. I think they'll be in the playoffs. Um, I you know I could see what you're saying. I could see you know the Browns are a very improved team. The Chiefs are the Chiefs. They, the Chargers, the Chargers, they're Chargers. loaded. Um, the Steelers will debate Steelers that. and Ravens and all that. They're there. It's just Colts are there. Colts Texans are the, can be yep. good. Uh, so you know the AFC has a lot of good teams. The Patriots have won it, and they're the AFC champion. Uh, they're they're the I ones who run the AFC until they get taken down. I think they're headed um, for another at least divisional win, but you know eventually we'll get to our Super Bowl pick. Uh, yep. But I think eleven and five for the Patriots. I think that's a fair prediction. Yep, I would say so. Next up. Uh, is the Dolphins. They went 7-9 and nine last year. They came second in that division. Yep. Like we just said, we both think it's kind of a shit show in Miami. Yeah. Uh, right now, it sounds like Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to be the starting quarterback. Him and that beard. <laughs> Him and that I, beard. I don't know how far uh, Fitzmagic can do go this year. It's going to be interesting to see. I'm not really sure what Miami's trying to do down there. Yeah. Didn't they get uh, Josh Rosen? They got the Josh Cardinals, Rosen, but just down- in case, but... It Who knows like, about that one either? It sounds like Fitzpatrick's going to be the starter, not Rosen, for yep. whatever reason. Uh, but just overall, it's not that talented of a team. No. Uh, when they got rid of Jarvis, they that kind of started core, it. Yeah, the receiving core is just not there. Um, they got Kenyon Drake. He's a good fantasy running back, but he's not going to be no, whatever. Not gonna be whatever. That much of a difference maker. Not going to be that much of a difference maker, especially because they don't have a passing game. So people are going to focus on Kenyon Drake, and that's nope. just <laughs> their defense overall. It's a very decent defense, and they got Brian Flores uh, as their head coach. He's the Patriots' old uh, defensive coach, but. I just think this team's not very good. Um, I think I'd give them a few years, see what they can do. Yeah, with the, I, the draft and I think they're a team stuff, headed but... for a Trevor Lawrence or Tua. Yeah, I think. For sure. um, I heard they're pretty high on uh, Tua. I heard that too. Uh, so I think this is kind of like a tank year for the Dolphins. I think they're going to be four and twelve. Um, I think they're going to be last in this division. I'd say three and thirteen, four and twelve. I'm putting them right there. Yep. I just think it's not going to be that great of a year for the Dolphins, um, but. You know, we'll see. Fitzmagic might get him a few games here and there. Um, maybe. M- maybe. Uh, I <laughs> bet you if they do win a few games, they'll start out the season 2-0 and maybe, and everybody will be high. Fitzpatrick will be throwing touchdowns left and right, and then he'll have a horrible game, and Josh Rosen will be starting the rest of the season. That's how everything goes. It went with last year with the Buccaneers. 
um, with Fitzpatrick. But you root for Fitzpatrick, but he's just not. There's that only good so much he can do at yeah. this point in his career. Yes, exactly. Uh, so four and twelve, three and thirteen for the Dolphins. Right in there, we're both agree that Dolphins just aren't going to be that good this year. Next up is the Bills. They went six and ten last year. This is an interesting team, in my opinion. It is because it depends on Josh Allen. Josh Allen, he's got to take a big step from year one to year two. Definitely. What I saw in year one, it wasn't anything too promising. I'd say, I'd say in the first year, obviously Baker, Darnold, I'd say they, they did a lot better than uh, even Rosen and Allen. They're right there for who had a better year yeah, one, I think. I, think I don't know. It's kind of. I I, no, I like Josh Allen better than I like Josh Rosen. Yeah, but, he's got a big arm and all that. Yeah, but he's just, and he doesn't have that good of receivers. I saw somewhere where it said that Cole Beasley's their number one receiver. Cole Beasley is a He's a he's a maybe a third receiver, maybe a little a slot receiver. receiver, a little slot receiver. He can't be your number one option. No, you're telling me that number one corners are going to go up against Cole Beasley. That's just going to shut him down. Um, yeah, I mean he's been used to being the third, maybe maybe the second option in Dallas for years, uh, but he's just not going to be able to be the number one option there. Um, it's been a running offense for forever, uh, but with I shady. just yeah with Shady, I just don't I just don't see the Bills particularly competing against top tier teams uh i see them being a scrappy team one of those teams you never really want to see yeah but i just don't see the bills being all that great they went six and ten last year like i said i say six and ten again yeah i was thinking the same thing i'm saying six and ten maybe five and eleven mm-hmm. right around there if they if josh allen produces they can even maybe get up to seven and nine but I guess we'll just have to see on that one. We'll see, see what they do. I think it's it could be the. I mean, this is like you, we said we both picked Patriots to win this division. I could see them maybe pushing the Jets for the yeah. second for the yeah. second team in that division. But I say six and ten um, for the Bills. But it's going to depend on Josh Allen, like you said, um, and it'll depend on the next quarterback we talk about with the Jets. Um, they went four and twelve last year. I think they're much improved from four and twelve. Definitely. Um, they got Le'Veon Bell. Uh, how do you think Le'Veon Bell is going to do next year? Well, it's going to be interesting. He took that full year off last year for Pittsburgh, and I don't know. People say he could be rusty, whatever. He still looks like he's in good shape. He looks like he's ready to go. Um, the Jets have a pretty solid O-line, and with uh, Sam Darnold and some of the receivers, they got a good tight end. I feel like that could take a little pressure off the running game, but still, I think it's going to be a run-heavy team for Definitely. their offense. Their oh, defense yeah. is young. They're looking good. Jamal Adams is clearly the leader of that yeah. defense. They got C.J. Mosley. C.J. Mosley, too. That's yeah. a big name I forgot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they they loaded up on defense. I'm going to say they're going to probably be up a game or two on Buffalo. 7-9, 8-8. Yeah, 7-9, and 8-8, yeah, and eight, so. and eight, right around that wild card spot. So. I don't know. To me, just like just like Rosen, just like Allen, it's going to depend on Darnold. Yeah. Um. You know, you talk. You can stay healthy. Yeah. Obviously, you were you know a part of that quarterback class because your team picked Baker Mayfield. Obviously, mm-hmm. yours. You guys have the best one so far. Um. But it's just that quarterback class outside of I'd say Baker. The other ones just need to prove themselves still, and I think Darnold falls right there. Now, I, it goes Baker, then Darnold for me. I think he's a second. I'd say promising. I'd say other than Baker, out of that quarterback class, Darnold probably has the most upside to him. Definitely. I'd say so. He's got weapons now, yep. um, and he's got a, a head coach who 
you know, failed in Miami, but he's good with young quarterbacks. Coach with Peyton Manning, mm -hmm. um, had a good year with Jay Cutler, so he should be able to have uh, a successful season. And I, I do like the Jets this year. I think they're going to be a competitive team. I say eight and eight, maybe nine and seven, um, but I think they're just another one of those teams you don't really want to see. Um, You're not going to want to play them late in the season. Yeah, exactly. Cold weather, they're hard-hitting defense. Yep. Very gonna, hard. They're going to be a tough game for just about anybody late in the season. Jamal Adams, in my opinion, is one of the most underrated players yeah. um, in the game. But I just think it's 8-8, eight and eight, and I think the Jets are an up-and-coming team, though, but this is just another year that they need to build um, into next year. All right, so next division we're going to go to is the AFC South. Uh, the Texans won this division last year. They went 11-5. Yep. and five. Um, We'll start there with the Texans, 11-5. This is an interesting team. It is. They have Deshaun Watson, who I like. As long as he can stay healthy, I like. He's got speed. He's got a good arm. They've got a crazy wide receiver. Honestly, he I'd put him top two, top three receiver in the league. He went all last season without a drop in DeAndre Hopkins. Um, they've got their defense. They've got Jadavian Clowney, who's got a – It's a, I think it's a um, – what do you want to call that? The, his deal might be up this year. Yeah, yeah, he'll so, be entering free. Yeah, so he's got to prove himself this year. They've got JJ Watt, obviously, who's a beast. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I like the Texans. It's all about health. If Watson stays healthy, I mean, they can go very far. Um, but he hasn't been able to stay, they stay healthy. They don't have a great offensive nah. line. That's been the issue that's held the Texans back. Um, I don't know if they necessarily improved that all too much. They no. reached in the draft for some guy from a random college um, in the first round that was supposed to be his second round pick. Uh, but we'll see how they how they look. Um, it's just going to depend on the offensive line and the health of Deshaun Watson. DeAndre Hopkins, like you said, he's, he's an animal. He's an animal. He's 99 overall man. He's just an absolute beast. Um, top three wide receiver in the game easily. Um, so it's just going to depend on if Deshaun Watson stays healthy and he can get the ball to DeAndre Hopkins. And then you look at the defense, like you said, Jadavion Clowney, he's got to be more consistent. He's got to prove himself. Yeah. Um, J.J. Watt, one of my favorite players, obviously Badger, but he <laughs> needs to stay healthy. Yeah. Uh, he's getting a little bit older, and it's just another thing with him. It's just health. See, that's the thing. I could see these Texans, they're one of those teams that as long as they're on a good run with health and all that – because they've got those players that got the talent, but they've got players that are injury prone, and if they can stay healthy, they can definitely have a shot at winning that division again definitely. this year. I would say so. Um, I say they fall. I wouldn't put them as a team that I would say. I'd say there's a group of like three or four teams that I can see winning the AFC. I say they're falling the outside of that. Just five or six. Five probably. or six, I'd say. Um, but I like the Texans if they stay healthy. Um, they're gonna be good, but you know they I'm, have a tough division here. Cause... I'm gonna I'm gonna predict that they're gonna go around ten and six. Yeah, I would nine say nine and seven, ten and six. The Colts obviously are in that division. I like the Colts a lot. Colts are looking good, but I'm putting the Texans and the Colts right up at the top. I'm gonna say Texans are gonna go around ten and six. I'm gonna say ten and six um, as well. Uh, I could see them being a little bit worse, but I could also see them being better. Yeah. If they stay healthy and everything falls into place and the offensive line's better, they could be a 12-4 and four team. They can be up there. But if they're they're not healthy, they could be a 7-9, 6-10 team. Yep. Um, but so I say it's 10-6 for the Texans. It's going to be an interesting year. Uh, but next up is the Colts. I'm extremely high on the Colts. See, the Colts, like he said, there's about three or four teams that uh, have a shot to win the AFC. So at least going into the season and – I'd say the Colts are right there. I'd say the Colts are probably four or five, honestly. They've got Andrew Luck, who 
Obviously, last year he was coming off that injury, but he played last year and he looked good when he did get back. And T.Y. Hilton, he's a beast. Yep. I like the running back, Mac. Oh, yeah, I like him a lot. I, I like him. I like their pick from last year's draft, Darius Leonard. He's mm-hmm. a good young linebacker. The Colts, they've got they're another young team outside Andrew Luck, and they uh, he's not even that old either. No. And they, I don't know. I like Chuck Pagano yeah, as I, a coach. I think I just think overall the Colts are a very good team. Yeah. Um, I think they had a lot of money to spend in free agency, and they didn't really spend it. Uh, they kind of just stayed the course, stayed quiet, and you know they kept doing what they're, they're what they do, um, build through the draft and build around Andrew Luck, and we'll see what happens. But you, you know I like Ebron. Uh, he's good red zone yep. red zone threat um, for them. Big tight end, Andrew Luck, big tight end. You always need one of them. I'm big. I'm a high on T. Y. Hilton. I think he's a very good receiver, very good weapon. For um, sure. But I just think Andrew Luck's a really good player. Um, really good quarterback and really kind of underrated. He's smart. He's very smart. Um, so I just think the Colts, I'm very high on them this year. I'm very high on their defense. I'm very high on their offensive line, Quentin Nelson. I mean, he's arguably the best offensive lineman in football right yep. now. Um, so that's huge to have, someone who can protect Andrew Luck, because when you give him time, he can do some good things. He can make a throw just like any other yeah. quarterback in the league. He I agree. So I think I think the Colts are going to be 12-4. I yeah, think they're going to win this division. I was going to say, as good as the Texans, if they're healthy, they can be. I say the Colts are going to walk away with the division. I say they'll probably go 11-5, 12-4 right there. They're looking good this year. So Yeah, I mean, I would put them – I'm trying to think now because I said three or four teams, but I would put them – it might be four or five. I would put the Colts in that in that realm of teams who can win the AFC. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say 12-4 and four for the Colts. Uh, but next up is a, is another interesting team, um, the Titans. This whole division is kind of interesting, Titans. too. Um, the Titans, you play in week one. Uh, Browns we do. Uh, I'm not high on Mariota I'm, really I, at all. I really don't think Mariota is a franchise quarterback. Me neither. I mean, this is the year, though, he can, uh, his contract year, I'm pretty sure, and he can, if he steps up his game, he can, and is smarter with his decision-making, he can maybe carry this Titans team a little bit, but like Truman said, I just, I don't have really too much faith in Tennessee with Mariota as their quarterback, even though, like, the Browns, we do open up against them week one at home, but I think they'll be a scrappy team, but... I don't know. I don't think they're going to do anything too special this year. Yeah. I they need think, to load up on more talent, yeah. and maybe if they – depending on how they do, they can get one of those star quarterbacks coming yeah, out in the draft I'd next year. So. I think um, – I just think Tennessee is a very mediocre team this year. Um, I don't see them making the playoffs, uh, but they do have a very good defense, and they have a run game. Um, I kind of see them as an off-brand Ravens. Yeah, um, because, a little bit. Because uh, they're just going to run the ball, but – I mean, they're they're, deep, yeah, yeah, they're not. They don't have like the like the stars. I meant to say the Ravens do, no. and they Derrick don't have the Henry. defense. But it's just like an off-brand version of what the Ravens are trying to do. Yeah. Uh, so I just think they're going to be a seven and nine team. I was um, going to say six and ten, seven yeah. and nine, right there. In there, Derrick um, Henry showed flashes last year. Derrick he Henry had some good be a games. Very good player. Uh, but I just think there's teams are just going to focus on Derrick Henry and uh, shut that down. But like we've said with other teams so far, is uh. You don't want to play the Titans. You don't want to play them, but then again, you're going to have to challenge them on their passing game. Yeah, exactly. You take away their run, you're going to have to make Mariota beat you with his arm, which... And I don't know if he can do that. Exactly. Um, so I think 7-9, and 6-10. Right around um, there. But next up, 
Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. They went AFC champion to AFC championship game to four and twelve yep. and not having a good year. Really weird year for Jacksonville. I think they're still a really talented team. They just I don't really know what happened. I think teams just figured them out. I don't know if I'm that high on Nick Foles in Jacksonville as everybody Nick is. Nick Foles, I think he got way too big of a contract for this point in his career. Um, he's a great backup. You obviously saw when Carson Wentz got hurt, he stepped in and he uh, won the Eagles the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you kind of saw the same thing, not to go all Ohio State, but when JT Barrett went down, Cardell Jones kind of came in as a backup and he took us all the way yep. and beat Wisconsin. Uh, I know. Beat Alabama, all that. Took him. We won the college football playoff. But yep. uh, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Nick Foles, he's a good backup. It's going to be interesting to see since he's got the keys now to the offense what he can really do with that. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. With Nick Foles, I just see him as a, it's gonna, as he, a successful quarterback with the Eagles. Yeah, I was going to say, he fit good in the Eagles system, but I don't know what they're going to do with him down in uh, Jacksonville, if he's going to fit in that system as well as Philadelphia. Yeah, it's just a different situation. They don't really have any good – they don't have a good receiving core. Uh, that's kind of held them back. They got um, a lot of noise going on. Jalen Ramsey. They have a good defense. Their defense is very good. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Ramsey is very good. Uh, they have a very good defensive line. Yeah, for uh, sure. But – as far I mean, Nick Foles is an upgrade over Blake Bortles. I think we'd all agree with that. Yeah, but he I just, just doesn't have the weapons this year to really yeah. produce. Um, I think they, but I'm gonna say they're gonna be nine and seven. Um, I think I'm a little bit higher on the Jaguars. I just think that last year was just kind of like a really down year, and I think Nick Foles is a, is a very big upgrade over Blake Bortles, and they were starting Cody Kessler last year. Um, so I'm gonna just gonna say nine and seven. Um, if they can be consistent and maybe next year finally get some weapons, um, they can be back competing for that division. See, yeah, that's where I agree. I think once they get some weapons and a couple other pieces, they can definitely be a really good team in the playoff hunt. But this year, I'm not as high as Truman on them. I think I'm gonna put them around seven and nine. Um, probably seven and nine, six and ten, right there. Yep. Um, but it's just it's it's a, that's another. I mean, like I keep saying with every team, but they're just an interesting team. Um, with Jalen Ramsey and all that talk. All right, we're going to go to the AFC West. I'm going to save the AFC North for the last one uh, in the AFC. Just get your get your take on that because I think we're going to disagree a little bit. Uh, but last year, the Chiefs, 12-4. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, MVP. Um, extremely good season Video last game year. type numbers. Video game type numbers. I mean, in and out, every single week, he was just putting up numbers. See those sidearm throws? He's pra- I see this year, he's practicing in training camp, a behind-the-back throw. That dude just... He's crazy. He's, he's crazy. Nobody can throw the ball like he can. He's probably got one of the strongest arms in the league. Yep. Tyreek Hill, with all his situation, somehow he didn't get a suspension, yep. but... He is a great receiver for Patrick Mahomes. They got the Travis best tight Kelsey. end in football, Travis Kelsey. They did lose Kareem Hunt, but um, I, just, I don't know. I still I still like the Chiefs a lot. I'd say them and the Patriots right now going into the season probably yeah. have the best chance to win the AFC. Yep, I'd say so as well. The Browns, I, I can't, say, I can't though, say that yet, but they got to prove themselves. But I'd say the Chiefs, they've proven that they belong in the AFC at the top. Definitely. and. People talk. People don't. I mean, their their defense kind of held them back last year, but they got Tyron Matthew. Um, they got a couple extra pieces, uh, so I think that they're going to be improved on defense, which is going to help them overall. Uh, they got a new defense coordinator. That's going to help Patrick Mahomes out. Didn't they out. get Frank Clark too? Or yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. So I just think overall that the Chiefs are going to be a better team um, than what they were last year, and that says a lot because they're very they good. Were- 
Um, yeah. I think the Chiefs are going to be fantastic this year, and like you said, they definitely fall in that realm. I th- I honestly could see the Chiefs grabbing that number one seed in the AFC this definitely. year. Definitely, and you don't they'll, they'll go win their division. division. Yep. I'm saying they're going to win their division. They're going to beat out the Chargers are a good looking team, but I don't think the Chargers can hang with the Chiefs. Mahomes, he I, he could even do better than he did last year, which is pretty hard to pretty do. Scary, but. Yeah, like I said, I think they can go up and grab that number one spot in the AFC this year. Definitely, so. I think they're going to be thirteen and three. Um, uh, yeah, right there, thirteen and three. So. Yeah, uh, I just think the Chiefs are going to be very good. I think they're improved, and it's hard to improve from already a great season last year. Um, next up is the Chargers. They finished twelve and four last year. That's a fantastic team. The Chargers. They. I'm not going to lie. I hated playing them last year. They. They're just. They're loaded. They've got a good defense. They've got a good offense. Keenan Allen I like a lot. Um, Melvin Gordon, obviously, he's a great running back. Phillip Rivers, he's still slinging it. Yep. Um, Melvin Gordon, isn't he's, he's, he's got a little bit of noise right with him, too. Yeah, he's holding out right now, but he's um, if they don't have Melvin Gordon, I think there's going to be an issue there, but I think eventually they'll come to terms. and just like um, It's just a regular holdout, in my opinion. Um, but they'll eventually come to terms. But they need Melvin Gordon, in my opinion, to be su- truly successful. Uh, but I just I pull for the Chargers because I really like Philip Rivers and I want to see him get a ring eventually. <laughs> uh, but it's just it, they they're in a really tough division with the Chiefs, a really tough conference. They've been playing the Patriots for years. Denver's in there too. Denver's in Denver's, there too. Denver's, Denver's a scrappy team. Denver's a tough team. Yes, Denver's and a tough team. They might steal a game from the Chargers this Oakland year. Oakland even I'm not high on Oakland. Oakland but they're scrappy. <laughs> Uh, so they play in a very tough division. I think the Chargers are going to be eleven and five. I say they'll finish second in the division for sure. Yeah, and, and I think they could be a wild card. Team. They, I could see them pulling, getting the number, the first wild card spot. Yep, right there. But yep. uh, with Houston or the Colts, whoever Definitely. doesn't win that division, but. Yeah, I'd say Chargers are probably gonna end up around eleven and five this year. Maybe even twelve and four, just to see what depends. But Melvin Gordon's key to their success, and definitely. Um, I, I just think, like I said, 11 and five, uh, next up is Denver. Uh, they finished, let's see what they finished last year. They finished six and 10, six and 10, but I feel like they were a better team. They were definitely a better showed. team. They were definitely a better team than what their record showed. They were, they were up in the, in the wild card race till the end, uh, last couple games. They um, added Joe Flacco from the Ravens. Much better than Case Keenum. Yeah, that's an upgrade for sure. I like Philip Lindsay, the running back. He's a tough little running back that just he, does he, his work. Yeah, he, I love Emmanuel Sanders on the outside. I, I think he's underrated. Von Miller and Von Bradley Miller's Chubb. That might be one of the best tandems on the front seven. Yep. Chris, they, they got a good Chris secondary Harris. as well. Uh, so I just think overall. Um, I'm going to put them around 8-8 eight and eight That's year. exactly what I was going to say. I think they're a scrappy team. Um, I think they could compete for that second wild card spot up until the end. I don't um, think they'll get it, but they're going to be right there most yep. of the season. And we'll see. Uh, it's just gonna, uh, the AFC is looking though. tough this year, and those wild card spots, there's only two. I'm not sure if Denver's going to be able to pull it off, but they're going to be right it's there gonna in the It's going to depend hunt. on Joe Flacco, really, yeah. and his health. Yep. Um, uh, next up, because we got to go a little bit quicker, we're rolling through this, um, but we got to go a little bit quicker. We're going to go with the Raiders. The Raiders, obviously, they've got AB, they've got Derek Carr. They just drafted that running back from Alabama. Yep. Um, uh, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, I like him. I think he'll be a nice piece. Um, yeah, I know. John Gruden's trying to get some stars in there in Oakland. They're going to be moving to Las Vegas here next year. Yep. I just think and I think they're waiting for that year. That's yeah. I don't think this year they're gonna be 
anywhere in the playoff hunt. I say around five and ten or five and eleven. Eleven, six and ten. They I'd could say even right there. They could even maybe grab seven and nine, but it's really just gonna depend. I don't know how I feel on Derek Carr. Yeah, that's my issue with the Raiders. I don't think he's bad, but he's gotta prove himself to be their franchise guy and Definitely. with all these quarterbacks coming out, it's gonna just depend on how he does this year. So. I just think they're waiting for Las Vegas, like you yeah. said. Uh, but I think five and eleven, uh, six and ten, scrappy team. They, but they also play in a very tough division, so it's they'll finish fourth. I'm saying, yeah. but still, in it's, that division, that's not that's not that's not too bad. Yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. horrible, but <laughs> it's like bad, it's, but it's at least it's in a very good division. Yeah. Um. All right. So next up, the reason I want to go a little bit fast, I want to spend some time on the AFC North. Um, we'll kind of speed division. through the NFC. Uh, but AFC North. All right. Clearly, first up last year was the Baltimore, Baltimore Ravens. Ravens at ten and six. Uh, I like the Ravens. I like the Ravens too, and I've been seeing stuff on them on their training camp. They're gonna run an offense like nobody else in the league this year. It's gonna be a straight run heavy team. They've got confidence in Lamar Jackson's arm. I do not, but we're gonna see. They're gonna run a lot of the triple option and the option with Lamar. He's got obviously crazy legs. He can run fast. He can outrun just about anybody. Um, yeah, like I said, they got a good O line. They're just gonna go run heavy and pound it up the middle and definitely. Just... It's I mean it's gonna be, it's gonna depend on uh, if that run game holds. That's gonna be a really interesting offense. Lamar Jackson though he's fragile, so it's yeah he that's, takes some hits and that's the key. He gets injured, then I don't know really what Baltimore can do without him. But like I said, if Lamar Jackson can he's he throw a ball around a little bit too, he's gonna need to do it a little bit. Yep. Um, it's gonna depend a lot on his arm. I like what they did on defense. Uh, they lost a lot, but they also brought in Earl Thomas. I like Earl Thomas a lot. Yeah. Um, I wanted him in Green Bay. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. We but thought we were getting him in Cleveland, yep. and he goes over to Baltimore. It's yeah. going to hurt, but That's, it helps him out. I saw. I don't know if you saw a video on Instagram of Lamar Jackson throwing a pick six to Earl Thomas in practice. I did not. Uh, but I just think Earl Thomas is going to be a revengeful. He was going to want this. Yeah, he's going to want to prove to everybody. Yeah. I think they do play Seattle, too, so that's going to be a big game for him. Oh, yeah. Um, I think Baltimore is going to be around 9-7, and 8-8. Eight and eight. See, I have them right there. Since we're talking about the AFC North, I am going to go out on a limb. I'm not one of those guys. I'm, I'm a diehard Browns fan, but until they prove it to me, I'm not going to say, yeah, they're going to the Super Bowl, whatever. I honestly think, though, the Browns are right there. They're gonna, they, I, I'm going to take them to win the division. And then, in my eyes, I'm going to see Pittsburgh and Baltimore late in the season. Because the Browns play both those teams late in the season. And I'm going to I'm gonna see them scrapping it out for that second wild card spot, I think. Yeah, I could see that as well. I mean, Between I'm... Baltimore and Pittsburgh, they're going to be going neck and neck all year. I think it's going to be real tight. And the Browns, they're going to be real tight. I don't think Cincinnati, obviously, AJ, AJ Green just got hurt again. That hurts because he... Yeah. It feels like he hasn't seen the field at all in the last couple of years, but I, I just, like their I like Cincinnati's new head coach Zach Taylor. He's a good yeah, offensive he's a young, mind. Yeah, he's a young coach. Cincinnati's just they'll be there, but they're not. They're just too tough of a division. Cincinnati, I'll say they'll go about five and eleven, four and twelve, four and twelve. Baltimore, I'd say, is going to be right there around 500, 8 and 8, maybe 9 and 7. Yep. And then and Pittsburgh's going to be. I'm going to say the same thing for them. Pittsburgh's going to be right there. I, I'll say Pittsburgh's probably going to be. Eight and eight, nine and seven too. I mean, see that's. I think I think Pittsburgh's going to be ten and six, and I think um, Cleveland. I have them right now, but I'm with you that they have to prove me. They um, do. They can either they could be a twelve and four team, 
but they could also be a seven and nine, six and ten team. All right, so I'm right now just gonna stick at nine and seven. The and Browns just... are big. We've been talking about injuries, but for me, this is the scariest part. We've got obviously probably the best collection of skill players on offense in the league. I'd say. We have Odell on the outside. We've got Jarvis. We have Najoku. We've got Callaway. We've got Higgins. I like all those guys. We've got our offensive line's a little iffy. We lost Kevin Zeitler, obviously, to the Giants. But if they can protect Baker, because Baker, we're one injury away. If he gets hurt, which isn't going to happen, then our season could go a completely different way. But yeah. And then, obviously, our backfield, Nick Chubb. Duke Johnson, he's got to fill in the first half of the season until we get Kareem Hunt back, which I like Duke Johnson a lot. Whether he's going to be open to yeah. playing the first half of the season, even though he might get traded later once we get Kareem back. But like we were talking about, the Browns against Baltimore, I like. We've got a loaded front seven. I like our linebackers. Schobert from Wisconsin. Like Kirksey, he's my guy. Uh, Miles Garrett, Ogan Joby, Richardson, Vernon. That's one of the scariest D lines in football, I think. And our secondary, we're a little undersized. We got Denzel, who was obviously a pro bowler um, last year. I like the pick in Greedy Williams from LSU. He was a first-round talent, and we got him in the second round. Um, what I've been seeing from Greedy in training camp, he's looking real promising. and It's just really going to depend. Demaris Randall, he's, I'd say he's an all right safety, free safety. Eric Murray looks like he might be stepping in that starting spot replacing Jarrell Peppers from the Chiefs, but... Our secondary, I feel like that can give us a little bit of trouble, but with that front seven, like I'm saying, if they get to the quarterback, you're not going to have to worry about definitely passing. But I I'm agree. saying the Browns, I'm going to put them around. I'm going to put the Browns around 11 and five. They can 10 and six, maybe. Yep. I'm not going to put them too high. They're going to have to prove to me what they can do. But right yep. now, I'm taking Browns, and I'm going to go with Steelers, wild card, Baltimore third, yep. and uh, Cincinnati fourth. It's just going to depend on everything. Um, but it's just the Browns are just. We don't know anything yet because they haven't played together yet. Um, but uh, So that's the AFC. We're going to run through the NFC extremely quick. <laughs> like, extremely quick. Um, we've just been going off on the AFC. Uh, so we'll just go start with the NFC East. Cowboys won it last year at 10-6. and six. I like the Cowboys. I say they're just going to be 10-6, and 11-5. Yeah, I like Amari Cooper, Dak Prescott. He... I mean, all these stats show he has a really good re- one of the best records since he's been in the league as a quarterback. Ezekiel Elliott, though, that's the thing. Jerry Jones just came out and said they don't need a star running back to win a Super Bowl, which that probably was not the smartest thing to say because they don't feel like paying him. But yeah. Zeke definitely deserves it, I would say. Yeah. If Zeke's there, I think the Cowboys are going to be 11-5, 10-6, and, and they're going to be right there for the division. But if they don't have Zeke, I'm saying they're going to miss the playoffs. Yes, definitely. I think they're – but I think uh, the team that came second last year is the Eagles, 9-7. and seven. I'm high on the Eagles. I'm high on the Eagles, too. Carson Wentz. He, I think 12-4. I don't know. I think they're going to win the division. I don't know. I'm going to say – I'm gonna put them right there with Dallas around ten and six. I don't okay. know exactly what the Eagles. They're they're good. I like Zach Ertz. He was my fantasy tight end last year. Puts up crazy numbers. I like their defense, but I guess it's just gonna depend on Carson Wentz and that offense. Yep. But they're still a good team. I just don't know if I can put them at twelve and four this year. So I got the Eagles winning the division, and the Cowboys coming in second. Redskins. They came seven and nine last year. Everything's gonna depend on Dwayne, what they do at quarterback. Dwayne Haskins. He's right up there in the quarterback race i think honestly he's gonna come out week one and be the starter i think so too dwayne haskins is looking good he's my guy from ohio state 
Um, a seven and nine for me. Seven and nine. I'm high on Dwayne. See, Haskins. I feel like they're going to be better than last year. And Dwayne Haskins, you give him a year or two, and he's going to be taking the Redskins as long as they can get some pieces. They're going to be a good team. They've got their I franchise agree. quarterback, I think. So All right. we'll just have to see. Seven and nine for the Redskins for me. All right, Giants. I think they're going to be bad. Giants. They're going to. I'm saying they're probably going to get. To repl- Daniel Jones, that was a questionable, very questionable pick in the draft. But, um, like, uh, they lost Odell, obviously. But then again, they've had multiple injuries at their receiver position already in training camp in the early season. They lost a couple guys on defense. They they lost a lot of talent. They got Kevin Zeitler. But I'm going to say they're going to go, like, 3-13, and 13, even 2-14. and 14. They're going to be bad. I think so, too. Um, all right, so we'll go to the NFC South. Um, again, racing through the NFC because we put a lot of time in the AFC. Um, but Saints won it last year, thirteen and three. I know you're high on the Saints. I think the Saints. This truly is a revenge tour. They how their seasons ended the last two years. It's ridiculous. That call against the Rams. That they the no call against the Rams. That was crazy. It was bullshit. But I say the the Saints are coming for everybody this year. I like Drew Brees. He was number two in the NFL 100. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying the the Saints are probably right there to win the NFC. I say they're gonna go 13 and three. Yep, I'd say they're right around there. At best, they could pull off 14 and two. I could really see it. They're they're coming for everybody this Especially year. Especially because Michael Thomas just got Michael paid. Thomas. He's, he's happy now. Another Ohio State guy. I yep. love that dude. They got a good defense, so they're, they're, they're coming for him. Thirteen and three. I'd say they're right there. Um, I think they could be a, a home field advantage team. For yeah, the I, I think they're gonna. They might win the division or mm. the NFC. They might yep. get that number one spot. All right, Falcons that came in at seven and nine. Um, I think they're gonna be a little bit better. I think ten and six. Julio, he's gonna have a really big year. Really big year as long as Matt Ryan can throw the ball in the red zone, but. I like the Falcons, but Matt Ryan, he's been a little inconsistent, but I'm going to go right there, 8-8, eight 9-7. Eight, yep. Um, all right, Panthers went 7-9 last year. I'm not very high on the Panthers. I, I don't I don't like Cam Newton throwing as a quarterback. He just he has to not. stay healthy. Yeah, but he's a beast when he's running, stay healthy. Christian McCaffrey, he's an animal. I love that running back. He's a great guy, player, but I'd say Panthers are probably going to go 7-9, 6-10. I think right there. And then the Buccaneers, seven and nine for me for the Panthers, so they'll come in third. Buccaneers went five and eleven last year. I don't see the Bucks doing too great this year. Six and ten for me. Yeah, five and eleven, six and ten, right there. I love their coach, too. Bruce Arians. Jameis Winston, he's got to stay out of trouble and he's got to prove himself. So six yeah. and ten, uh, just it's it's gonna be prove it yourself, prove it year for Jameis Winston. All right, we're just racing through. All right, <laughs> NFC West. <laughs> All right, 13-3 and three, the Rams went last year. Obviously, they won the NFC, went to the Super Bowl, lost to the Patriots. We said that earlier. Um, I think they're going to be a little bit worse than I don't. I don't think they're going to do as good as they did last year, but at the same time, they're still loaded. They've got those receivers. They've got a great running game. they got one of the, probably, if not the best running back in football right now, Todd Gurley. He's a beast. I like the Rams. Sean McVay, he's probably my favorite young coach in the yep. league. Um, Rams, I'm going to go 11-5. and five. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, Seahawks went ten and six last year. I'm gonna keep them at ten and six. I like the Seahawks, but I don't think they're gonna do as good. They lost Doug Baldwin retired, and they lost I think a couple other guys. Mm. But um, they lost the guy to the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, Frank Clark. Frank Clark. That was a big piece. But I'm gonna say nine and seven, eight and eight for the Seattle okay. Seahawks. 49ers, 4-12. Um, I think they're going to be a lot they're better. Gonna, they're going to be better. Jimmy G is coming back, which we'll have to see what he does. I got some pieces. so 
I'd say seven and nine. Yeah, they're they're competing with the Seahawks for yeah. number two. Yeah, yeah, they're going to be say. improving for sure. And then the Cardinals came three and thirteen. That's interesting. Murray. Kyler Murray, I think, is actually going to be an animal. I think he's going to be really good. Cliff Kingsbury, he's going to be him and uh, Kyler Murray. They're going to be interesting to watch. But yep. I don't know how good they'll do this year. year I'd say at best six and ten, seven and nine. I could also see them being around four and twelve though. But it's just, it I just think, depends. I think they're going to be exciting to watch, but I think you give them one year. And I think you, Kyler will really help them. He'll yeah. win them some games and all that. So, so I, th- I think 5-11, and 6-10 for yeah. me. Um, but, all right, Packers <coughs> division. Um, I want to talk about them all the time, but we are really we're pushing time. Um, Bears, 12-4 and four last year. I think they're going to be a little bit worse. See, uh, Truman doesn't like me talking about these Bears. I don't like the Bears personally, but... I'd say they have one of the best complete defenses in the league. They're loaded. Obviously, they've got the number one player. Or, well, wait, no. What was Cleo Mack? Number three? He was, yeah. Yeah, he was somewhere up there. Cleo Mack's a beast, obviously. Hopefully, he doesn't hit Truman's guy, Aaron Rodgers, too much. But, uh, yeah, I like the Bears. I'm going to say they're going to go about 11-5. and five. I'd say I'm going to say 10-6 and six for the 10 Bears. 10-6, right there. I'm just not too high on Trubisky. I'm not too high on Trubisky. Mentor boy. Yep. Uh, Vikings came in second last year. They went eight, seven, and one. I don't like the Vikings too much this year. I think they're gonna do worse than what they did. I like Thielen. I love Diggs, but I think it's eight and eight for the Vikings. Seven Sounds and nine, nice. seven and nine, eight and eight Vikings. Yeah. yeah, I mean we'll see what Kirk does uh, with that big contract he's got. All right, uh, Packers came in third last year. They went six nine one. Last year was just a rough year in general. I, I like the moves you guys made. Your guys' defense obviously and five, loaded up. Eleven on. five, twelve and four. Devontae um, Adams, I'll give it to you. He's a beast. Um, like your running game. Uh, new coach, new system. I liked Packers. Matt Lafleur. He came from Ashland. Where came we from Ashland, baby. Um, I just, I, I just, I mean, I'm obviously gonna pick the Packers. I, I like what the Packers did. I really did. But uh, I say 11 and 5, 12 and 4. Um, I'll go this into is, a little this bit more. Is, but yeah, this is where have we time, have to but... disagree. But I'm going to say the ta- Packers are going to be 9 and 7, 10 and 6. Okay. Maybe they can maybe get to 11 and 5. But Aaron Rodgers, he's just got to really stay healthy, those That's knee injuries key. and all that. But he is getting older. I don't know how much more discount double check can do. But I, I got faith in him. I think they can get right there for the playoffs maybe this year. So. All right. Ten and six. Um, Lions six and ten. I'm not even gonna talk Lions. about the Lions. I don't fucking care about the Lions. <laughs> six and ten. Yeah, Lions. No, their shit show up there. Yeah, six and ten for Stafford, Lions. I don't even Stafford's know about them right, anymore. Six and ten for Lions. All right, that was our crazy fast NFC. Um, <laughs> we'll have to get into it a little bit more. Um, you know, obviously we gave you a pretty good description of what we think the AFC is gonna rattle out like, uh, but. We'll Ryan, we thank you for coming on today. I appreciate um, you having that me. That was big time. Ryan will be on soon again. We'll probably have to do another NFC prediction. Yeah. Um, like I said, though, you guys see it on Cleveland.com or you go to my Twitter, Ryan Staller 27 Yeah, you can we'll see tag the, him. You can see the article about my family and stuff. You can see all the Browns players and all that. So it was great having me. Yeah, uh, definitely. We'll have him on again. Um, but definitely we'll tag uh, Ryan in the tweet that we send out about the show. And then you go to his profile and you can see all those posts and everything. Um, but once again, we appreciate you coming on and uh, we'll get you on soon again. Uh, but that's it for today. Uh, we'll be back Tuesday. Travis will be back. Um, I'll probably be working, uh, but we'll get more We'll get more consistent once school starts around then. Uh, but as always, as for now, go Browns. And, go Packers. Uh, and have a good one.